Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I am Risper, along with my um, amazing sister, friend, co-host, Jeanette. And welcome, welcome to another episode of Securely Single. We are delighted that you have chosen to spend this time with us. There's plenty of other um, um, stations, plenty of other things you could have been listening to, but you chose to actually tune in to Securely Single. So we are delighted that you chose us to be part of your, your world today. And welcome to our session or our, our time today. We are talking about um, being secure in, in community and secure in community. And so we're just going to start off with actually reading some scripture and then we shall go from there. This is in Psalm 68. And probably go through in a few, a couple versions. Myself and Jeanette will read some different ones. Um, so it says, Psalm 68, verse 1, in the Amplified Version, it says, Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Let those who hate him flee before him. As smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked and guilty perish before the presence of God. But let the righteous be glad. Let them be in good spirits before God. Yes, let them rejoice with delight. Sing to God. Sing praises to his name. Lift up a song for him who rides through the desert. His name is the Lord. Be in good spirits before him. So on the canopy of all of these things that God is, he puts this two verses that we want to hone in today. He says, a father to the fatherless and a judge and protector of the widows is God in his holy habitation. God makes a home, a home, even just that word, home for the lonely. He leads the prisoners into prosperity. Only the, the stubborn and rebellious dwell in a parched land. So that's from the Amplified. I was going to just share with you just those two verses from the Passion Translation. It says, to the fatherless, Psalm 68, 5 and 6, it says, To the fatherless, he is a father. To the widow, he is a champion friend. To the lonely, he makes them part of a family. To the prisoners, he leads into prosperity until they sing for joy. This is our holy God in his holy place. But for the rebels, there is heartache and despair. Mm. Mm. So I just love love God's heart you know mm -hmm. like this is his goodness his goodness to us is he's like I don't want you to be alone right right okay. I want you to be part of you know part of a community somewhere mm -hmm. I don't want you to be lonely I don't want to you know I, I want I'm, I care for you I care for your heart wherever you are and I want to see you in community mm -hmm. yeah Jeanette, did you want to read any of the other versions or? Right. This is the New Living Translation. And in verse, this is Psalm 68, verse 5. Just what you were sharing and um, just maybe a couple of different words that are different. But that uh, verse 5 says, he's a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows. This is God whose dwelling is holy. God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. And I, thinking about this, we can go line by line and talk about different angles. We can talk about father to the fatherless, 
I mean, we could have maybe lost our father. Maybe our father's passed away. Maybe we never had a father. Maybe we, there's just so many, so many ways that we can look at that, um, that he puts lonely in families. And how many of us, how many friends that we know, we all go through seasons of loneliness or moments of loneliness. And what does that mean mm -hmm. that he puts us in families? Uh, I, I believe it's like an invitation to be a part of family, to be a part of community. And we get a chance to say yes, or we can just hunker back and say no. But how delightful and how, what an invitation to enjoy his goodness and to actually walk in joy and to be in his holy presence in his dwelling. Uh, it, this invitation and, and him declaring who he is, it's rich, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's his heart, you know, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. I need this man to have a family. I need him to have a companion, Yeah, you know? So in that case, you know, he found, he created an Eve for Adam. And so mm -hmm. that was his design is that we are not all by ourselves. It's pretty mm -hmm. painful to be lonely. God's a trinity, right? Mm -hmm. And so he's also is in community, right? And so in, in the season where somebody is unmarried, right, mm -hmm. and where, I mean, what does that even look like? Well, what's, what's community for you, Jeanette? When you think about mm -hmm. community, what, is, what does that even mean for you? Yeah, community, I'm not sure exactly all the words to community, but I think of commune. So I think of the base in my mind is who I'm going to spend time communing with where I'm gonna put my time, who I'm gonna associate with, who I'm going to commune with. And the first thing I think about is family. So there's this family unit and my family is my parents, my brothers and their wives and my nieces and my nephews. So for me, that's the first place I go is thinking about my immediate community, which is my family. And we commune a lot together, we eat together, we celebrate birthdays, we just do events together. And this is part of relationship. And then I also have a faith community. So the place, the house of worship that I'm a part of, I am involved in other relationships there, whether it be a serving, like serving the body, serving my brothers and sisters in the faith community, but also outside of the faith community, doing stuff in the community <laughs> uh, where I live. So the communities where I live. And then there's also where I work. So I have a, a position where I have actual some really neat community with people I work with. And some of them live by me, uh, but a lot of them also live across the United States. So we can have remote community <laughs> by phone, by doing something like this, a Zoom or however, you know, travels or, or things. I think that there's, we can find these places of community, not just in what, it doesn't have to be siloed or one area. I think that we get these invitations into various communities and we are going to uh, be the person who decides if we're going to engage deeper, if we're going to be vulnerable in those communities, and if we're really going to connect. Because I, I do believe we can be part of community and never connect. Mm -hmm. Meaning uh, we can go to church and we never really connect with another human being there. We don't go deep with another person. We don't get involved, but we call it our community but it might not be where we're really being active. Maybe there's other areas where we are. 
but I know you, you whisper, you have an, a very strong international community. <laughs> like your family lives all over the place. And, but you also have online presence community and prayer community. And oh my goodness. I mean, I just, I, the more I think about it, it's like, wow, we actually do have a lot of when the Lord, when the Lord says right there in verse eight, God places the lonely in families. I don't know what the original text says there, as far as the breakdown of what all those words mean, but I actually see it as he provides such a cushion of community around us and family. We were talking earlier that family, the how we define family, everyone's going to be a little bit different on how they define their family, mm -hmm. uh, but that he puts us in families. He puts us in community. He puts us in relationships. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, I love how you describe the various places that we can mm -hmm. find fellowship and commune and people who are, we, who can know us and who can, we can know and who can, we, who we can do life with. So your family, friends, church, mm -hmm. work, just, Anywhere, hobbies. everywhere, hobbies, anywhere and anywhere you can meet somebody to have, you know, community with, right? Mm -hmm. I just, it's, as you were talking, I was remembering when I had just, when I had relocated to Texas mm -hmm. and I was on the phone and I was talking to one of my friends and I was like, I have no friends here. I'm all by myself. It's just, I'm in this place and I don't know anybody and, you know, and it was really, it, it's just hard to be in the space. So it, someone's listening today and they're like man I have no friends I don't even mm. you know I'm kind of in a place where I feel kind of despondent or in despair mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. where do I go to meet these friends and how do I even you know maybe you're not really you don't think of yourself as somebody who's good at making conversations you know <laughs> <laughs> so it's um it can be really really hard I mm -hmm. just remember it's taken it took quite a few years I mean to mm -hmm. be now here where I feel like uh he has totally placed me in some families you know yeah I have my amazing business community who I oh, love yeah. love love mm -hmm. love my amazing um entrepreneur my amazing business community who are amazing get to spend a lot of time there I have my my praying community mm-hmm I have my family I have lots of friends from all over the map you know yeah and so it's kind of neat to um see how that has changed over the years where it has been father i have no friends to now where it's like oh my cup runneth over i'm mm -hmm. i'm full you know in the air i feel like i feel like i'm full you know mm -hmm. yeah what a, praise the lord and mm -hmm. i i know we know and those of us who've had to move or uh, go to new places or even start new jobs. It's a building process. It's a building process to create friendships, to build trust, to really have community. Sometimes crisis will, will bring us into strong community fast because we bond in a crisis or in a sad time or in something that we're walking through. Um, but when you're talking about friends, I was thinking about that scripture verse where it says it's in Proverbs. I looked it up really fast. It's Proverbs 18 verse 24. And it says, um, a man who has friends must himself be friendly. Um, and then it says that there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Mm -hmm. And I just highlighting that first part that the, that sometimes people will say, oh, they have so many friends and, and this and that. Well, there's something about action we do on our end is being friendly and opening ourselves up and sharing 
a little bit of part of ourselves and then mm -hmm. receiving and giving and taking. So it can be risky even in friendships, mm -hmm. uh, but it also, that's how we build community. And, mm -hmm. and I just feel so strongly whisper that there are some people listening who you're like, mm -hmm. I am desiring community so bad. I'm, I, I want to be, I'm that lonely one and I'm wanting to be put in family. We want to remind you what God's word says. God God's word says right there in Psalms that he's the one who puts the lonely in family. Mm -hmm. So you ask him. So we ask and we petition him to put you in family and to rec and to ask him, what does family mean? What, do, what is the family that you have for me? And he will show you and he'll connect you to, to divine people, divine appointments. That's what we believe for you um, because he's so good. That's part of his goodness. And he wants to shower you with the goodness of family, which is a reflection of him and healthy family um, mm -hmm. and that you have that community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's wonderful. I was just, I had written earlier, just as you were starting to talk about this, um, I've made this statement myself. Like, um, I remember being in church a few times and just feeling the most lonely in church. Uh, yes. And right, it's like, I'm here, I'm in the middle of all this crowd, huge thousands and thousands and thousands of people and experiencing this feeling of, oh, I feel so lonely right now. Yeah. Right. So I just want to acknowledge or just share that and empathize with somebody who's listening. And it's like, man, I'm with a lot of people. But truthfully, at the end of the day, if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm really feeling lonely. Mm. Yeah. And so I just want to lend and send some empathy your way that, hey, it is you're absolutely human. It's mm -hmm. it's difficult, especially if you're if you're an unmarried person the single person you know and for me I always used to be like I walk into church and all I see are these families and it's like a reminder of oh my god I don't have somebody you have you know? this. <laughs> it's like oh Lord Jesus yeah. you know mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah it's kind of that um it's a it's a trigger to be reminded that hey and it's yeah so I just want to validate those emotions that hey you're yeah. you're human you're not the only one with that experience of feeling like lonely in a huge crowd. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And, you know, when I think about loneliness and you're talking about this, the, as you were talking, it was bringing up, oh man, there's many times I've gone, I go to things by myself a lot. And especially as I've gotten older, when you don't have a significant other or even a boyfriend or even a girlfriend, uh, you're by yourself a lot. You just go into places, you go to things, you go to events and you're sitting there by yourself. And, and I, I, I think about that verse where it says, be friendly. Okay. I'll be friendly. <laughs> I'll, I'll smile. I'll be a little bit more assertive and introduce myself to somebody or sit next to somebody who's also by themselves who were in the same exact place. We're by ourselves and we're, by, it doesn't mean we're lonely if we're by ourselves, we're by ourselves. But when you were talking about the loneliness and being, feeling alone, and here we are talking about community what are steps that we take? I think the first thing I think about is, okay, believing and trusting the Lord. He's going to get us into, he's going to take us lonely, how we're feeling and put us into family and community. Uh, but then what are some of the things that we, we are responsible for? And the first thing I think about is like, being friendly, you know, um, being open to meet new people. And it's not always fun, but you know, you kind of, you know, but you take it step by step. And that was, that's one of the first things I think about even when I'm at church and I mean, I do a lot of serving, but I'm still, sometimes I'm by myself and I don't know anybody around me. 
and I'll just smile. And then someone smiles back. I'm like, hi, I'm, I'm Jeanette. What's your name? It's a boom. It opens up a door. Just who knows where we'll go with that conversation. <laughs> but can you, I don't know, whisper, you have other, how do we get out of being lonely? Right. Well, I think for me, the first thing I, I do is acknowledge it, right? Mm. You know, acknowledge that, hey, I am actually feeling pretty lonely right now. Yeah. And it's okay. It's, it is what it is, you know, and just be there with emotion and invite God into that space of feeling lonely. Mm -hmm. And then um, just that he would, I would say for me, it's been okay. Yeah, it's fine. But let's just invite God for some healing and comfort in that space. Mm. So I think that's for me would be the first step is, is the grieving and the, and the recognition of the emotion. Yeah. 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 And do you think that it's something that's a desire that's not fulfilled? So we sometimes can grieve a desire that's not fulfilled. We know it will be fulfilled. Uh, but is that part of maybe why we might be feeling lonely? Um, possibly. I think it's different for every person, but mm -hmm. I think that's, probably one when especially yeah I mean that can be one it can be anything it can be a reminder of my family who's not here you know yeah. it can be um you know yeah it can be a multitude of things right mm -hmm. and can be just that I had a really hard week you know yeah. <laughs> it can be that I'm just emotional this week you know yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of, of, of options but I would say everyone's unique and um, none of them is not valid. Every one of them is valid. So I would just say be introspective and, you know, sit with yourself, journal, cry, pray, whatever helps you to mm. get in touch with your emotions and mm -hmm. in a space where you can, I always say that um, emotions are like a dashboard, like the dashboard of your car, right? Yeah. So it's just like your lights are flashing, check the engine, you know, maintenance required tire pressure is low so so for me when this loneliness is flashing on my dashboard what is it saying what yeah. is it trying to communicate to me so I would just say mm -hmm, be introspective and kind of check under the hood and see what's going on I like that mm -hmm. uh, a question came to me you're talking mm -hmm. uh, could we have too much community it's mm, a good question I don't know that I've ever had too much community, personally <laughs> speaking. <laughs> I guess the reason I ask, I, I, I have this question in my mind is because mm -hmm. could we be filling up a lot of our time with too much community? And like you're saying, not create space to look mm -hmm. inside uh, of what we're filling our, our loneliness or, or uh, I don't know, just thinking about community is awesome and it's very healthy and very important, but is there ever a point where there could be too much and then we're not really focusing on what's really going on inside of us? Can we keep filling it with mm -hmm. other people or noise? I think about noise, filling it with noise. Right. Yeah. I mean, ourselves. yeah, I think I've done that, you know, where who, who wants to sit with yucky quote unquote yuck emotions, right? I'd rather be going everywhere. You know, I'd rather be <laughs> Let's go see somebody else. Yes, let's go see somebody else. Let's go do something else. Let's go do this, blah, 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 you know, rather than taking the time to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think about yeah. what's not happy in my life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So how do we stay secure in community? It's hmm. a good question. I feel like everything comes back to the inside of who I am. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. in the sense of that if I am secure in myself, then I can be secure anywhere else. Ooh, I like that. If I can be secure in myself, I can be secure anywhere. Mm -hmm. And don't you think that people around us can sense something secure in when you, when you're living secure, they're like, I feel so great around you. Mm-hmm. Or we feel great around people that we know are also secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. The energy or the, you know, mm-hmm. whatever you're radiating comes out of you, right? It's truth, right? Mm-hmm. Pure, pure security is aligning with what God says about who we are. Mm-hmm. Can we live that way hundred percent all the time? No. I mean, hello, things come up and security's like, you know, mm-hmm. however, we get recentered, recentered, and then it's, it radiates out his truth of what mm-hmm. he's calling all of us. He's, he's inviting right. us all to this intimate place with him. And, and intimacy is where we, when we find our mm-hmm. security, mm-hmm. beautiful. And then yeah. what happens in community, it multiplies. If we mm-hmm. have all these secure people coming together, enjoying each other and enjoying God's creation, which is each other and having community, bringing him glory. Whew, that's a beautiful thing. Isn't it so much fun? Mm-hmm. I think when I think of a secure, me being secure in community, it feels like I'm more able to be present for the other people who are around oh, me. That's so good. Right? That hmm. I can be one, present to receive the love that they're yeah. giving me, right? And also to be able to give love back to them. I like that a lot. Yeah. So I feel like it makes it very, um, very joyous, right? Because then mm-hmm. I can have a, I, I just remember um, the first time I experienced like such an amazing community mm-hmm. was that my friend, she used to have this small group back in when I was in California and she used to have this small group and hi and her husband hosted this group and it was phenomenal. I had never experienced a group like that before. Mm-hmm. And it was a place where I felt like I could share whatever without any judgment, any advice I didn't want, you know, unwarranted advice. (laughs) It was just a place where I could just be myself. Yeah. I was able to be myself, share my heart. And then I was also able, they were also able, I was also able to receive what they were pouring into me because they were also pouring you know, empathy and Mm. validation and support and compassion Mm. into me. Uh, It was amazing. I don't remember. It's, that was, that was a gem. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think Risper, you and my, I, our heartbeat is that this, this conversation, what we're doing is a safe place where we can build community and we could, we can, foster and challenge each other to walk securely in our individual humanness, but also as friends, as a community, as a family. And yeah, it is very rare, but when you have it, Mm. it must have blossomed your life so much because it's almost like these good fruits come up for everybody Mm. because there's safety and security Mm. and love and acceptance and a building up and a, and, a, and a, it's almost like I could see a person who might be hunched down when they're in that family and in that community of security and safeness, all of a sudden their shoulders come back. They got a smile on their face. They have good posture. It's just, it, it just helps one to be more, even more secure in who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
it was it was definitely a very I have great memories there because it really really I mean it was it was great it was just a place where I was like oh I look forward to this because there's so much love here yeah 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 so I would say yes so we are securing community for me at least is in that space where I can be able to be open with myself Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. allow others so that intimacy of myself and others so that I can be able to open be open and free not thinking I need to be a certain way for certain people blah 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 and I can just be myself and hopefully other people can be the you know there's that openness in general yeah 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 there's also I was just thinking about how um you know not all relationships are that way right because every Mm -hmm. relationship is different Mm -hmm. right so there are some relationships where we're you know assuming it's the it's like in the ocean we're like you know two inches deep and there's some other relationships where we are 100 feet deep you know so it's kind of like a big a wide in the spectrum you know a lot a big area of the relationships in different places right right so how can we be able to you know still be secure in each of those relationships where they're not necessarily they're not even all the time you know what I mean no yeah. And there are a lot of times not spoken, like you, you can't, it's not like you're saying to the person, okay, we're only this the two feet deep. No. And you this. It's just kind of no. just, it's just what happens in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can think about, I, I think about, let's just say the community of relationships I have now and all of these different spheres of my life, which are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I could say that there's some, like you were saying this, this very deep and very wide and keeps going deeper relationship and community and there's others where I already know from the start we will never go deep and I don't know I don't know what it is like we just know this about people it's just it's not being reciprocated or it's not that person for that season or whatever the case may be to walk through the journey that we're walking on and it's okay I think that that's actually reality if we look at Jesus's life and we look at uh, just the model of relationships that he had, uh, he he knew he talked to so many people. I mean, Jesus was everywhere, and he, oh my goodness, the relationships he had were just beautiful. And he called the twelve to be his disciples, and these were men that he poured into. And of course, there's a lot of others that also followed them, but these were the twelve that were always around him. And then of the twelve. He had his, is it the three or the two? Three of them. Mm -hmm. Three of them. Mm -hmm. So this model of of the deeper relationships, and you think about, um, is it John who, when he describes the relationship he had with Jesus, there was this almost like he was in Jesus's bosom. I mean, it was Mm -hmm. truly this, like this, this very intimate love Mm -hmm. and trust and reciprocal. And it was really beautiful. And so, so we have, if we, if we spend time just looking at the relationships of Jesus, I do believe it tells it it's a reflection of even our own lives because our capacity to go deep with a lot of people there's there's really no way you could do that. Mm-hmm. I mean some people try it and then you fail because it just mm-hmm. it just it can't it can't happen that way. It's just unre- unrealistic our time yeah. But if we understand that there is going to be 
yes, a number of people that are, are, we go deep with. And then there's those that we just, the hearts are turned together and we just go super deep and we may go super deep for a long time together, or it might be seasonal relationships that kind of transition. And then somebody else really deep comes in and I could look at my life and probably because I've moved around so much, (laughs) I've had a lot of change that the Lord has been so gracious in giving me some deep people in the different seasons where I've been and Mm -hmm. some I've known forever. And even if we're not deep right now, like daily conversation or weekly conversation, Mm -hmm. when we get together and you have these as well, whisper, you get together with that sister or that brother and it's like nothing, nothing passed. You're still Mm -hmm. instantly deep again. It's just amazing. So, um, so yeah, I, I do think that we have to give our, be, have a reality check and give ourselves an understanding and permission to know that that that's completely unrealistic to have so many deep relationships, but, but just to know the rhythms of relationships and to be okay with it. And I think, um, you, you know, some of my situations, I, I've had some people in my life where it was kind of more abruptly, the relationship kind of not shattered. I hate to say that that's not the way to say it, but it's just, it was done. And I'm like, what? Like, no, but, but here's the deal. When I give it to the Lord, he's like, would you trust me with these relationships? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to, cause I can't fix it. I, I don't know how to fix things. I don't know how to make it better. And I don't know how to rebond. I, I have no idea, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he does. Mm-hmm. Um, but then just letting those trusting those people to the Lord and knowing, well, if it's just a season that we're away from each other. Okay. Mm-hmm. But if they're going to come back in or have some bit that I'm open and not holding anything. Mm-hmm. So boy, yeah. it can get really, there can be a lot of angles of community <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we could talk about, um, yeah. just because of, how they grow and stop growing or mm-hmm. yeah. How they, they evolve. Evolve. There we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, um, as we're winding up for sure, I agree. Um, you know, it's, um, I guess for me, what you're saying, Jeanette is to be, I'm only responsible for myself. Right. And yeah. so it's on me to not, dem- hopefully I can be gracious to myself and to, the people in my life to yeah. uh, love them where they're at, you know, yeah. and, and receive what they have for me at that time. And, mm-hmm. you know, and not demand more than they can give. Yeah. Right. Even though it's hard because yeah. sometimes it's very difficult to do that. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, friends. So as you're listening to us and you're like, okay, well, I have no friends or where do I even go? Where do I start? You know, I think Jeanette said the first thing to do is pray about it, you know, pray about it and acknowledge to God that, hey, I have this desire to have some really good friends, some good community. Where where do I even start with this? Because you say you place the lonely in families. Would you place me in the family, you know? And, and he will. And then the you, I guess, um, they, there's always God's part and then there's your part, mm-hmm. you know. So you have to agree to be placed, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're like, hey, Risper, I want to place you here. And I'm like, I don't want to go there. You, you know? want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, it's on my part. I got to do my part and, yes. and say, okay, he's like, okay, I have a nudge to go here. Then I go, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I'd say be in partnership with him yeah. as he's showing you how and where to go to build this community. And one of ours is, you know, you can join our family of Securely Single mm-hmm. and um, you can find us at securelysingle.com. 
you can um, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. And we are more than happy to be a resource for you. We can pray for yeah. you. We can, you know, point you in the, in the direction. If we have resources for you, we'll definitely give you those. So um, anything else, Jeanette, before we conclude today? Yeah, well, I, I'm really glad we're talking about uh, relationships and, that God, and just reminding all of us that God puts us in families and recognizing and being thankful because we transition from complaining to all of a sudden being thankful and we just thankful for just simple things, breath of life that we have a roof over our head. It awakens and we begin to receive a more and partake of his goodness. And so I'm very happy that we got a chance to talk about this. But again, like Whisper shared, we want to connect with you. We love you. If you have a topic that you're saying, man, I'd love for you guys to talk about this, or you know someone who's, uh, who, who is just, uh, has influenced your life and you'd like us to meet them. We're so open. We love it. Uh, so yeah, reach out to us at our website or connect to us by email. All right. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next week on another episode of Securely Single.